Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Logic Lane. I'm excited to have you here with me and uh, that you're back for another uh, little uh, little injection here. <laughs> anyway, I was talking to uh, some friends at work and uh, one of them mentioned just before I came on air that the since I have uh, been improving audio qualities and whatnot, it may be a good idea to try and improve the... Um, the starting music at the beginning of the show that and and he mentioned that my sound is a little bit lower than what you typically would have a radio playing at uh, in your car your radio is you know say you got it turned to 20 well you got to turn me up to 25 so you can hear me the same level so I'm a few decibels lower I'm going to hope to change that in the next few days in the next few casts I've also since I've been able to reproduce um, a good quality audio effect in, in the last few episodes that have improved the quality over the previous episodes, I want to say from 1 through 11, I believe, starting at episode 12, the, the clarity and volume of the, uh, uh, the voice and, and the noise reduction has really played a good part as well uh, on the road noise. But since the audio quality has increased, I want to also bring up the volume to kind of normalize my cast with the rest of the world and what your radio sounds like. So I'm going to try, and he mentioned, you know, the, the beginning, you know, the little clip at the beginning where I'm telling you this is Damon Lane and welcome to Logic Lane, and I do it with a back background that uh, music that really explodes into the forefront I was really excited when I did that that took a lot of playing around to get that right but I might be able to increase the volume of that as well so I'm gonna play around with a lot of things and try to tweak things to the point where I can get them nice and loud and make it all work so we're gonna give her hell see how it plays out and you know, I'm going to do some tweaking over the next couple of days. I'd also want to add, I'm going to play with a musical track playing in the background the entire show and see how that plays with some of the quiet sections that I have. And it may make it better. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm experimenting here. And this is what this is all about. I don't have a million people listening, but I do have a few. So I think this is the great time to experiment, try new things, and get your feedback. See what you have to think or, or have to say and tell me about what I'm doing and, and what things you are liking and what things you don't. So I think that really is going to be great. Um, I will say, since I, I stumbled across the amount of people that I have listening, I have to say, uh, at last look tonight, you know, I had, yesterday I looked, I, I had hit over... Now, this isn't really downloads, but it's more, I, the term that's used, that Anchor uses, is listens. 
how many people have listened to at least part of a podcast? And that number climbed up to over a hundred. Um, yesterday, day before, well, I last looked today, I hit 111 today. So, and this is also, it's not just a hundred different people. This is people that have listened to episode one once, episode two, maybe twice. That's, that's three. That counts for three right there. So every time you listen to an episode, you add to that meter, that ever growing number. So, but anyway, I'm still excited. I hit that. So I got you to thank for that. I wasn't able, I wasn't listening to all the episodes. As I listen to them, I'm editing and I don't listen to them once after I publish them. After they publish, I can listen to them in kind of an editing format um, on the Anchor uh, uh, site. And it allows me to listen to them without affecting that number that uh, of listens. But I will add this little extra tidbit. I, I, I got to say thank you to everybody who's been listening. It means a lot. It really does. I, I can't thank you enough. But in addition to that, I have to celebrate. It was It's funny that it happened right around 100 listens. That little, that little uh, target goal that I had for myself, 100 listens. But I also have my first supporter. Somebody who has decided to donate 99 cents a month to ensure that I keep going and keep pumping what I can into the show via energy, a little bit of money, improve the microphone, improve whatever it is that I can do to bring you a better cast. So now this donator or supporter, I should say supporter, is anonymous and... I have a feeling I know who this is, but I haven't talked to this person and have not asked permission from the person to use them on the air. So we're just going to treat it as anonymous. So anonymous supporter, thank you very much. It means the world. Uh, I hope a lot of other people follow your lead, by the way. So, so things are looking up. It's slow going and I'm okay with that. Like I said, I can sit here and yak to my windshield all night long and be just content that I was able to get it out. But the fact that other people are listening and having a smile and at least a little enjoyment out of it makes me that much more happy. Now, I talked the other day about pet peeves. Uh, I think it was yesterday's cast. And I didn't say or, or I stated that I didn't have a whole lot of time or I didn't take a lot of time to go in depth on all of my pet peeves. Now that may indeed be the case. So I thought about it last night. I'm like, you know, let me take a few fucking minutes here and see if I can come up with a whole bunch of pet peeves that just drive me nuts. Um, I do have a few, I didn't get nuts with them, but just a few that I could bring off the top of my head. And I'm sure as more come across, I will bring them to you. And maybe that'll become a, maybe I'll have so many that I can make it a segment of the show. I don't know. So here we go onto the pet peeves. And I know a lot of you on this first one, a lot of you have seen this, done, dealt with this. And maybe some of you are offenders even, but everybody has seen the car with the turn signal that's left on for God knows how many miles. He's telling us that he, at one point in his journey, 
he made a left-hand turn. <laughs> we don't know when because he's had it on for 10, 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 miles. Who knows? And you know, honestly, I mean, here, here's me. Listen, listen here. Hear that? That's a blinker. And it's quiet, but it's enough for the mic that's up by my face. Probably a good foot and a half to two feet from where the actual blinking element in the vehicle is. But the mic can pick it up. Why the hell can't people hear it? The only thing I can think of is it's really old people that have shitty hearing aids that can't hear shit. So they have no idea. And perhaps they almost have to be blind that they're not seeing the giant blinking green light that's right in front of their nose by about a foot and a half. I don't know what the deal is. It's, it's kind of annoying. It pisses me off a little bit when I see it. And then you kind of creep up on the long side. You know what? He's going slow. Let me pass him. You got to pass on the left. And then it just creeps you out because as you're getting close to him, it seems like he's going faster. You don't really know, but he's still got his blinker on. You're not sure if he turned it off, turned it on, or if he just said, fuck it, I'm going to go left anyway. You just don't know. I mean, it, you almost hope that the guy gets in the left lane to pass somebody else so his blinker will catch up with him and say, oh, you turned left, let's get rid of this for you. Okay. Uh, that's the one thing I'd like to see in new cars. All these high-tech advancements in things, in, in automobiles, how advanced they've become. I mean, these things can fucking parallel park for you. My God. I mean, there are people that need this, of course. I get it. Not me. I know what the hell I'm doing in a car. But there's people that need assistance with this, and that's fine. Okay, great. We're not judging right yet. But if they've got that kind of technology, why don't we have the technology to turn a blinker off when there's no freaking sense of a turn out of the tires? The steering wheel turns. How can you not have a sensor or something that measures how far the wheel is being turned from one side to another? And if it's not ever going left, maybe you just after 10, 15, 30, 30 seconds, 20, 30 seconds, whatever, Whatever the case, whatever the masses feel necessary and is the right number, after that sensor says, you know what? He ain't turning. Fuck it, turn it off. That would be awesome. You would. It wouldn't be for this guy. It would be for everybody around us wanting to destroy this man. Or woman. I'm sure they're just as airbrained behind a wheel as any old man is. All right. Now... I'm going to jump into bad grammar. Now, I'm not a teacher. I mean, I was raised by one. However, that isn't, that's neither here nor there. I have prided myself over the years of writing reports and, and writing and, 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 you know, being really good with the written English word and even some foreign languages as well. I'm not great at them, but I can write in some of them. It's just annoying when I see a report. You know, at work we write a lot of reports and they have to be approved by the head honcho before the rest of us can see them. So when I'm in there reading them, these are reports that were written and approved by somebody else. That means at least two pairs of eyes have seen this. And my God, it's a wonder how they ended up in their positions because neither of them could spell Neither of these people knows how to form a regular sentence. 
how to end a sentence, how to use parentheses properly, punctuation. You know, it, it's, it's just frustrating. I just roll my eyes and go, my God, really? You know, some of these are edu educated clinical personnel. They have been educated. Some of them know some super high-end medical terminology that I will never understand. Some of them are just so smart on that aspect, but they can't write a goddamn sentence. It's unbelievable. And you would think that would be fine because we're all reading it going, what, what, what is this person talking about? What, what does she mean? What does he mean? I don't get it. This, the guy's nuts. He's not, he's not speaking correctly or writing correctly. The shit, I mean, a third grader could do a better job at writing this. And that's bad enough, but then you have to compound this in that somebody else, the head honcho, read this and approved it. Now, sometimes they send them back for little things. Hey, you need to capitalize this. You need to do that. Okay, great. Super. I understand, you know, on the other side of the coin, I'm like, you know, are you a freaking English teacher or are you the head honcho of a security situation here? Yes, you're the head honcho of a security position. You aren't an English teacher. Buzz off. Yeah, okay. I have may have said that a few times. I've been caught a few times on punctuation because sometimes you rush through. Now, I get some of that, but somebody who's got a degree that's supposed to be higher, upper echelon above me, and that walks around and acts as if I'm somebody lower, I'm much smaller and should be, you know, given less data. I don't know what the hell the thing is, but a lot of these people walk around as if they're some God's gift and you're just a little peon. Well, we work at the same place and clearly I can write a better sentence than you can. What does that say for you? But I've always prided myself on that. Maybe you don't have a problem with it. Maybe you're okay with, you know, the three different types of the word there or the four different types of the word there being applied incorrectly. Okay, fine. Cheer. <laughs> anyway. The other thing, you know, I've got a couple of them actually, but, you know, this one here is another one. You know, I, I do research for the show on some news articles. There was one I was going to include today, you know, that somewhere in Michigan, police detained 323 people. Now, detained is a little bit of a harsh word. Detained just means they stopped people and gave warnings to and they delayed them from their normal course of what they had planned for a few minutes at least. Okay, now that we've got through that, 323 people were warned, given warnings. I guess there was like five or seven of them, maybe 17, I forget how many, were actually given tickets. But the title read, 323 people warned plus 17 given tickets I think it was 17, whatever, doesn't matter. But a certain amount of them were given tickets and the, the title was that they were ticketed and warned because they were fishing and violating the stay at home policy in Michigan, somewhere around Detroit. And they had a picture of a bunch of guys in boats. They were out fishing on, I'm guessing Lake Michigan or one of the inland lakes. There's a lot of them around. 
So that happened and there were some people already in uproar and I was, I, you know, I could have easily fallen into that and jumped on board and said, you know what, this is bullshit, it's garbage, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to blow it up on my show, I'm going to go nuts. Okay, now we know Michigan has got a lot of freaking issues and a lot of stupid going on there. I mean, after all, I feel a little sorry for Michigan. After all, they do have the Detroit Lions. I mean, the lovable losers. <laughs> My God, the Lions. They're always at the bottom of the division in the NFL. I almost root for them sometimes as long as they're not playing my team. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, back to the story. But So the title is meant, and I, I talked about this the other night, the title is put up to get a reaction out of you and to get you to storm and be pissed off. And it tells you one thing and makes you turn one way. So the people on that side can jump all over this and start running around with torches, yelling blasphemy, blasphemy, and whatever other hateful stuff that they're going to they're gonna uh, hate on because of this story and how horribly people were treated by unjust police. However, if you actually open up the story and read the story, it had nothing to do with the stay-at-home policy, air quotes. They were warned, and some of them were ticketed, because they were fishing in a boat with a neighbor or somebody that did not live with them, so they were all in violation of the six-foot rule. So if they had put that up, you would have had a completely different crowd respond to that news article. But as it was, you had a couple of people that were in there yelling and screaming, thinking this was police and government overreach that they just wanted to go fishing what the hell's wrong with them going out of their house this isn't martial law what the hell although we are very close to that which i'd love to see go the fuck away by the way let us out already i think the worst is over anyway i can go on and on about that but reeling back to the whole point of my story was research it a little bit Open that story up. Don't just jump on the headline. Read in a little bit. We were talking about pet peeves. Now, one of my pet peeves is people telling me, do your research. Clearly, you didn't research this topic. You need to research. And the most hilarious thing about this is they didn't research either. Yes, I may be guilty of running off with a title and just going nuts with it. So is everybody. This is why they're written, to catch people off guard so you can get people burning freaking flags over this stuff, burning banners, yelling and screaming. However, the person yelling and telling me to do the research ain't done their own. That's a pet peeve. It fucking pisses me off. But whatever, here we are doing our thing, you know, they tell you to do the research because you're too stupid. You're talking about stupidity. You need to do the research. Well, I'd like to rewind and say, you know what? And it, I tell them, you know what? You're just as guilty. You need to do the research too. And they slap you back with, oh my God, I research everything. Well, clearly you don't because you're speaking like a complete idiot. <laughs> anyway, moving on to another pet peeve. And I've only got a couple more and then we'll wrap this shit up and move on case you're annoyed already. Maybe that's a pet peeve. Maybe me talking about pet peeves 
is a pet peeve of yours. I guess I won't know unless you hit me with an email and call me an ass or something. So please do. Love to hear it. Anyway, closing words like, and I mean this by, you know, I was listening to a radio show today. Um, and there was a, a segment where it was a news report. And there was this guy talking about this happened. Hi, I'm so-and-so. And this is in the news. Blah, 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 blah. This all happened. This all happened. And at the very end, he says his name again and then adds the word at the end, reporting. Like, we don't fucking know this was just a news report. Thank you, buddy. I'm so stupid, I didn't know you were reporting something to me. I had no idea. Thank you. I don't need you to fucking tell me you're reporting. I know you're a reporter. That's what you do. You report things to people. I know this because you're doing it. You just told me your name. I know what news uh, news firm or whatever you call them that you're from and that you represent or that you're with. I don't need you to tell me that you were reporting at the end of a report. Thanks, Dingleberry. I couldn't have worked that out on my own. God, and there's a lot of them that do it. A lot of reporters do that shit. It's like they give you a closing statement and they end with their name, but they almost feel like their name isn't well known enough that people don't know enough about who they are. They don't feel, maybe they feel so far inferior to the rest of the world. They feel like they left you on a cliffhanger. They told you your name or their name and you're sitting there waiting for more. So they throw in that last word like, Reporting somehow is giving the rest of us closure. Well, it doesn't. It just makes you look stupid. That you're using words that make no sense here. Thank you. I don't think so. Now, another one that I hear, and it's not as prevalent anymore, but 80s, 90s, before cell phones became a big thing. And I guess they, some of the elder generation still may do this. I haven't been around a whole bunch of them on cell phones lately and their jitterbugs or whatever they got, their consumer cellular products, whatever it is. They're out there, they're making their calls. But here's the thing. I've heard this by not only one person, but quite a few. And they say, hi, this is so-and-so calling when the other person picks up. Hi, this is so-and-so calling. We know you're calling. The person on the other end knows you're calling. If you call me and say, hi, this is so-and-so calling, I know you're calling because my phone rang and I answered it and I know somebody was calling. I don't need you to tell me that you're calling. Anyway, that, that goes right there with reporting. It's not as dumb and it's not as prevalent anymore. So that one's not that big of a deal. It's fine. We have old people that are stuck in their ways. It's, you know, it's fine. It's like, you know, old grandpa Wheelie saying, dad, burn it all the time, you know? Dad, burn it. How is that a saying? It's a catchphrase of some sort, sure. And catchphrases are annoying as shit too, but that's for another day. Um. <laughs> Yeah.
you know, the temperatures outside around this area have been really fucking crazy. I mean, it's April. I mean, right now, I think it's the 14th. April freaking 14th. We're supposed to have April showers so that we can get May flowers, okay? And yet, yesterday we had some freaking April snow showers. It was like 32 degrees and we had, I, I mean, it wasn't a lot of snow, but we had enough snow to come, came down and covered the, the uh, sidewalks for a little while. Overnight that melted because it's, it got warmer than the 32 that required it to be for the snow to come, which is fine. And it was windy as hell last night. If you couldn't tell that all the noise my, my mic picked up on last night, and I was unable to eliminate all of it because it was so damn windy. The car felt like it was in a freaking uh, wind tunnel and was just being battered with giant cattails or something. But anyway, it was, it was, it's been cold. I mean, it's, it's 25 today, 22 at the moment, driving home at 11. And I have to say, it's funny because it's cold out. Shit should be freezing, right? It's below freezing. 32 is freezing for those of you who don't know. And my issue is they're talking about the pollen content in this region being through the roof right now. Well, how the hell can that be when everything's supposed to be fucking frozen? Do we need it to rain like hell and then freeze and, and freeze our fucking road so it's a skating rink on the way to work? Is that what we need, an Olympic luge to drive up and down these freaking ramps all the way home and to work? That'll be fun. But if it kills the pollen, then I'm all for it. Because I got to tell you, my nose has been pretty good lately. I mean, I've been having some drainage off and on and some stuffy nose here and there over the last handful of months. I talked to the doctor. He said, it is what it is. And I guess he said, you know, it's very common for the nasal spray that you use to relieve the symptoms because it's the only shit that works anymore. We had meth heads that took all of the acetaminophen, not the acetaminophen, the, the pseudo, pseudofed, that's what it is, pseudofed. Meth heads were using that to make meth and fucked all of us. And they, the, the major companies switched to felinephrine or whatever it was. And that shit don't work. They sell it at the same price, but it's for a bunch of boobs that think it still works the same and it doesn't work anywhere fucking close. So now you got to turn to the nasal sprays because those are the only things that actually function and work. Problem is they're majorly addictive, according to one doctor. According to another, you spray them in your nose. It opens you up and it does a great freaking job. If you can get past the little burning sensation you first get. Okay, great. It's over and done with. I can freaking breathe for like 12 fucking hours. It's amazing. All these other products claim, 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 claim that they do 12 and 24 hours. Bullshit. They don't even work for fucking five minutes. But this nasal spray, amazing. Works great. Best shit on the market. Problem is, if you use it too much and you continue to use it every time your nose gets plugged up and it has problems, you will get something called a rebound sinus issue. Whereas your nose gets so used to being super open that it automatically recongests itself without you knowing about it. You, you, you programmed your system to congest so that you can use the spray. It's a way of the nose telling you it wants more of the, of the good stuff. Give me the stuff, give me the stuff, man. I need the stuff, give me drugs, you know? Your nose does that automatically, so there you go. I bet you didn't know that. But anyway, my point was, it's 
it should be allergy season, but when we're having this late of a cold snap, shouldn't we get the benefit of freezing all the pollen and killing the shit so that I can be allergy free for a while? Well, unfortunately, it's not the case. I've been sneezing due to allergies and a lot of other people have, so damn it, Mother Nature, it would have been nice had you killed the pollen. At least the production. We don't even have a flower yet, man. We don't even have 100% green grass. Let us get to that point and then hit us with the pollen. We can expect it then. Not when it's still snowing every other day. My God, come on. You're killing us. Not only do we got to deal with all these allergies, but yeah, don't forget Corona's out there. And not the good kind with the lime. <laughs> anyway, I get home from work last night. And gotta say, I get home from work last night. And I'm doing my normal everyday daily routine where I'm unpacking the lunchbox, putting the stuff in the fridge, putting the ice packs away, all of that jazz. Well, I walk in, I'm taking the jacket off, switching the shoes into the, sh into the slippers, doing the whole Mr. Rogers thing like he used to do. Come home, slip off the shoes, put on the loafers, you know, that kind of thing. That's basically what I'm doing. And I look over at the fridge and we got one of these little, um, uh, they're dry erase boards, I think is what they call them. Little white board where you can write with a marker on it and just erase with a little bit of, you know, either a, a damp rag or a, even a dry rag. I think it's dry erase, you just rub over and it goes away. But on there is written, dad's to-do list so automatically with dad i already know it's one of the kids and i already have a good hunch into which one of these little buggers did it not that i'm recognizing the writing i didn't go that much into it but i had a hunch who i who i thought it was because i'm guessing but i you know what i'll leave you in suspense just a little longer build the suspense that's what all of the big places are doing it got to do it too. I want to fit in. I want to be part of the big crowd here. But anyway, it was dad's to-do list. And now wait for this. The to-do list contained one item and it was remove stick from butt. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, a little hurtful, but it was kind of funny too. And I let it go and I pointed out to the wife. She's like, what the hell? Oh my God. She laughed, thought it was funny. And I, you know what, instead of erasing it, I left it. I wanted to see what would happen the next morning. Now I knew who it was without even doing a whole lot of thinking, but I knew who it was. And I, uh, I get up this morning, walk into the living room. First thing out of my daughter's mouth, to-do list, dad, you do your to-do list. God. You know, I get it. Okay, I'm grumpy sometimes in the morning. Not every morning, damn it. Don't you tell me otherwise. But there are some mornings that it, it, it can suck to get up. I'm not awake. I don't know a lot of people that get up at the butt crack of dawn or even freaking afternoon. Whatever time it is you get up, you wake up. The first 30 seconds to 10 minutes, you're still kind of in a daze. You're still getting and stepping through the motions. You're just kind of surviving. Get over, get the coffee, get the breakfast, get whatever you got to get in to start getting in and fueling up. And then suddenly you can turn on the engines inside and start becoming a normal person. Okay, great. Now I can tolerate people. So don't tell me 
they, none of you are like that. There's a number of you, the vast majority of America is like this. But my daughter has a personal issue with me having a stick in my butt. So fun, fun. It was, it was, it was a good laugh. She had a, a giggle at least out of it, and so did a couple of the others. I did not have so much of a giggle this morning. I was not in the mood. But last night I thought it was funny, so so there's that. Um, you know, I, I've talked in the past about how wonderful things are or, or silver linings due to this corona. I gotta say, filled up with gas today, 1719. Now that nine on the end is just bullshit. I mean, who rounds to three decimals? Especially when our dollars and cents I mean, really, you round it up. I mean, it, it's it's a hundredth of a penny. Well, technically, we're talking 1.72 rounded up. So we're talking not, yeah, it's one-tenth of a penny. That's what it is. It's a tenth. 171 and nine-tenths. There is no such thing as nine-tenths of a penny. There's nothing smaller than a fucking penny. Else there'd be a third spot there. So when a gas station says, oh, it's at 171.9, why, why have they not just gotten with the rest of the program, the rest of the future, the rest of technology, and just dropped that last one, just rounded up that tenth of a freaking point? Because it doesn't matter. I'm paying it anyway. You're not rounding anything down. If it's 171, I'm paying 171. If it's 172, I'm paying 172. Don't tell me if it hits at 170. that I'm going to pay less or I'm going to pay more. I'm going to pay the same goddamn amount. 171, 172. What the hell is a penny? And why do I give a damn? I know why it's still there. It's one of these stupid marketing ploys to prove or, or for them to pretend and show you. Make a big spectacle out of 171 we're at 171 because nobody remembers the nine tenths even though when you put two and two together it's actually 172 but people see 171 on there and they say 171 to all their friends so you think oh my god i'm getting it for 171 when you're actually getting it at 172 but you're saying that everybody that hey it's 171 here because you don't remember the nine tenths because most of us block that shit out it's going to sound as if that gas station that you were just at is selling it for a penny cheaper than this guy over here who's selling it at 172. So yeah, somehow that penny is going to get your ass in their door and they're going to make money off of you. Okay, great. I think it's crap. I would love to see the shit go away because it's just a damn pain in the ass. It's nothing but a damn marketing ploy. Everywhere you look, there's marketing ploys all over the damn place. Annoying as hell, by the way, but they're there. There's not much we can do about it. They're there. Um, jeez. Um, you know, since since we're talking about some fun stuff, um, <laughs> I gotta tell you, there's a place, a burger joint in Hanoi, Vietnam. You may remember Hanoi. Hanoi was in the news years ago, and you may remember the name just because it's Hanoi. 
Hanoi was a place where a lot of um, American soldiers were detained indefinitely uh, during the Vietnam Wars and that kind of thing. So, prisoners, prisoner of wars were kept at the what they called the Hanoi Hilton, I believe is what they referred to. So there's a little history, even though I didn't do a history day. I could have done a history day, uh, 1865. Um, what's his name? Oh, duh, how do I forget? Abraham Lincoln was shot at the Ford Theater. There you go, John Wilkes Booth. Pulled the trigger, said some stupid shit, and jumped. Broke his leg, allegedly, and ran off, and was chased down on a farm a few miles away, and claimed by the Union forces to have burned the, well, they did burn the barn down, and they claim they got him, but other people argue that John Wilkes Booth was, lived many years later, and had a bunch of kids, and his legacy carried on. So, there's that, there's your history. <laughs> Class dismissed. But anyway, Hanoi, Vietnam, uh, burger joint, has created, they started making, you know, and I, I've talked about other places doing these weird parodies and cosplay of the coronavirus. They're rolling up this meat and I don't know if they're dyeing it green or what they're doing, but they got these green balls with these little funnel looking things hanging all over them. And what they do is they put them on there, snap a photo, then squish them into a patty, put them on a bun and call them the Corona burger. <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, but they're doing what they're doing. So there you have it. Another quick thing here, and I hate to throw death into the game. Now this this was a death that was not caused by Corona. However, those of you around California, pay attention because if his name shows up as Corona victim, we know without a doubt that your government is corrupt as hell then. However, we have State of California, Daredevil Mad Mike Hughes was dead or died this past weekend, I guess. Um, he, he was one of those guys that always did all kinds of crazy death-defying stuff. Well, he did one. I guess he was 61, uh, 64, I think it was, 64 years old. And he was on a homemade rocket. He made, him itself, made it himself. And in doing a stunt with it, it crashed into the California desert and he was dead. So, big proponent of the world being flat. I don't know for sure if he thought the world was actually flat or if it was just some sort of marketing ploy to get you people interested into watching and listening and uh, reading about this guy. But he always touted himself as the last real daredevil in America. Well, he's gone now. Died in a, a homemade rocket crash in the California desert. So there's that. Okay, there's a couple other couple of things I was going to bring up. One thing that I'm gonna get into right off the bat. Now, now you hear me slowing down. I'm going to get going faster again. So I've gotta tweak the settings a little bit and the, the tweak the volumes up and down and whatnot to bring the volume up. I'm gonna be doing a lot of tweaking, so bear with me if I fall off a little bit too quiet. I'm doing what I can do to, to, to normalize everything. Still working on things, still doing what I can do to make this the best cast ever. Um, anyway, I talked a while ago about hairstyles and the Marge Simpson look. I talked about that. I still see it every day. It's annoying as hell. My God, I saw another one today. Couldn't believe it. 
But then I saw another thing that made it was it was even a more hideous look than I think I've seen in a long time. Now, I mean, this goes along with the man bun and the Marge Simpson and even mullets, but this son of a bitch is brutal and it's a female haircut. And it looks, God, it's super short hair. Now it looks like somebody who had long hair, they took clippers to the hair and started up behind the ears and ran di diagonally down towards the angle of the chin, okay? So you're basically cutting the hair at this wicked angle. So when you're looking straight on, it looks as if you've got long hair because it comes down around the jawline and it kind of curls in all pretty like. But then you turn around and it looks like the back of the head is cut so short, it doesn't lay down, it doesn't agree to any other part of any kind of sense of order. It looks like you got hit and run over by a lawnmower. My God, it looks just brutal. I think it maybe it's called a bob. I want to say it's called a bob, but my God, it looks freaking hideous. Worst haircut I've seen in a long time. I think they're terrible. I think they're hideous. Women with long hair, women with short hair, fine. Do what you want. It's fine. If you like that hairstyle, by all means, okay, fine. Some people like it. I personally think it looks freaking hideous. I think it looks dumb as hell. But to each their own. There's a lot of stupid things that I've done in the past that people think I look stupid to. Ah, I'm fine with it. It's okay. We're all entitled to our opinion. As they say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. And then some people add they all stink. But either here nor there, I, I ain't going to go into stinky assholes right now. <laughs> we'll move into one last thing I wanted to cover. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch of shit here. But one last thing I wanted to cover. And... On our way out the other night, we're in a back hallway getting ready to freaking head out when the clock strikes, you know, 1025, we all sprint for the parking lots, get in our cars and make like we're leaving the pits in a freaking Indy and, and NASCAR race. In this case, we're all sitting there, we're chilling. We're getting ready to boogie out of there and take off. And I happen to be standing across from the female and the entrance of the female lot which kind of creeped me out because I'm like, Christ, the first thing you're going to see when they come out is me, and I'm going to come off as some creepy bastard. Okay, that's weird. Let me slide. So I sidestep just a little bit. So when the women come out of there, I'm not creeping on them. I didn't intend to be. It just kind of, I looked up and, oh my God, there it is. I need to move this way. So I moved this way, moved out of that way. And then I saw a couple of gals that were heading in. Now, their locker room is very similar to ours that I told you about the other day. You walk in. You walk in a little bit of a hallway to one side, you got a locker room, straight on is a bathroom. Well, I imagine they have the same stuff. However, since I stood to the left just a little bit, when these other gals came in and walked in, they started that tunnel hallway that they were walking in, kind of like the males have. But I noticed there was a door immediately inside the women's locker room door, the door that they were going in. And it said comfort room on it. Now me and the guys at work, you know, hypothesized the other night as to what the fuck this could actually be. And what the hell is a comfort room? And why the hell don't we have one? Maybe the women out there can email the show and tell us. There are some, uh, there are some good 
thoughts that we have that they might be. One of the predominant ones are a place where a pregnant woman can go to nurse or to empty breast milk out of themselves into, you know, containers, whatever, and what have you. That's the only thing that we could understand. Well, okay, but then why are we calling it a comfort room? Why the hell is this comfort? And why don't we get a comfort room? I'd like to take a few minutes before work and go kick back and put my feet up and just chill. Hell, maybe I'll even hang out there after work with my feet up in the air a little bit. I would like a comfort room too, damn it. But if it's the pump, pump milk or I'm sure there's some other explanation, but it's what we could come up with. And then if we said, well, okay, well, that's a thing. Okay, we understand women have to do this. You know, nursing women have to deal with this stuff. So, okay, fine, we have no problem with them getting a special place for it, but why call it a comfort room? It doesn't make sense to us. Does it make it comfortable to do that stuff? Is she in comfort because she doesn't have people around? Okay, great, but what, what is it to everybody else then? And how the hell do random people, or random women that are walking in there know what the fuck a comfort room is? Shouldn't it be called like a nursing room? We, we threw around some ideas. Nursing room. Oh, God, what were some of the other ones? Nursing room. Oh, uh, I came up with a pumping station, but then uh, we poo-pooed that one because that one's already taken. Um, so, by gas stations, I believe, or uh, oil refinery company nearby. Um, but it just, comfort room just doesn't seem, you know, maybe comfort zone, maybe, um, hands-free zone. I don't know what, there's gotta be something that we could name it other than comfort room. Why comfort room? I don't know. It just seems strange to me. Anyway, you know, women hit me with an email, do something, you know, come up with something. Let me know. Let me know what the hell it is. I would like to know. Anyway, decent episode today. Uh, I kind of rattle on a little bit about some stupid stuff, but that's kind of what I do. I go over some stupid stuff and talk about stupid shit. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. Um, I'm excited that, uh, like I said, I've had over a hundred listens. I also have now a supporter that's sending 99 cents a month. I am very, very blessed and very happy that I have an audience that's willing to do these things. Listen and help me out. Give me pointers. Give me ideas, feedback. It's more than welcome. I, I appreciate every bit of it. At any rate, this is me signing off. We will talk at everybody again tomorrow. Everybody have a wonderful and safe evening and a safe day tomorrow. Until I talk with you again. Be safe. Goodbye, everybody. All music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.